Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Tell the truth. 
I mean, everybody knows in spades, when you have an ace and a king, usually those are books. I mean, this guy was like, oh, that's hey. impossible. Ace is impossible. Wait, don't like, say this guy. Wait, 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 don't say this guy. Wait, 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 don't say this guy. This guy? <laughs> wait, me? Are you talking about me? Uh, oh, wait, my tell God. The truth. It was hysterical. It was hysterical. Wait, tell the it truth. Wait, tell the truth. Was it me? I am telling the truth. Yeah, I don't know how to be. All right, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm not gonna be smirched, my friend. She's texting me right now. She's texting me uh, and, and, and I definitely don't wanna she, she's a good friend of the program. So listen, uh, I'm gonna bring these other guys in. I'm not I'm not messing with T V no more, but T V knows I love them. Uh, call it in from the six one five. We got Mr. Harvey, the Laker fan, the uh the Braves fan, the Saints fan, just a fan, the L S U fan. Michael, what's going on, bro? I was going to say, you got all those in there. You notice you want to get I did. Lakers first because that's my team that's struggling the most. So you got to throw that one out first. But I appreciate you getting oh, we'll the get LSU to them. in there. <laughs> I, appreciate you, I appreciate you getting the LSU in there, too. Go Tigers. Uh, man, thanks for Absolutely. having me. Uh, much love. Much love to TP and everybody, man, Sports City. We're here to uh, chop it up and uh, see what all we can serve up for you all tonight. So thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Good, good to see you. I got other callers. I'm gonna bring them in, and we're gonna get cooking, man, because we got a lot to get to. Uh, calling from the 203, a friend of the program, friend of TP Timeless and the villain himself, Mr. Seth. Seth, what's going on, bro? What is up, boys? What's going on? Not much. You know, the sweetest J in middle school. Don't, no, don't let anybody tell you tell you different. There's, there's nothing but net, and they hit that slap. Right in the net, but uh, good to hear your voice, Seth. <laughs> nice talking, chop it up. Wait, Seth, we trying to say I'm a what? cheater. <laughs> <laughs> if Seth was he here, he would know. That, huh? <laughs> Seth would know if he well, if he was know. here, he Seth, would he would have saw it. Seth, Seth, no, I don't cheat. Seth, do I be cheating? Seth, honest. No. See, so there you go. Well, there you have it, Barry. Now, take that with you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Uh, yeah, I got, I got one more call. I'm going to bring him in. I got a, uh, a, a friend of the program calling from the 518. I am pretty sure this is, this is a, like a couple nights in a row, Mr. Breaking News Hughes. What's going on, bro? This ain't Hughes. That's controversy. That's controversy. Even better. Oh, Mr. Controversy. He goes in hiding when, when his player is gone and, and, and you know, the, the, <laughs> the Broncos, his adopted team, don't make the playoffs, and he sneak attacks us. So I, 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 my apologies. I, I, you know, listen, there's a lot of phone numbers. I don't get them right all the time. James, my arch nemesis, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good, dude. I'm doing good. See, the only reason why I'm here is because if anybody follows me on Facebook, most people don't, but some of y'all do. Um, five out of six this weekend. That, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Five uh, out of I was six four. I was. I think it was four out of six. So, yeah, which ones did you? See, not, which ones did you not to get? Guide you to the light. I'm just here oh, to guide, guide you to me. the light, villain. Guide me to the light. Don't adopt another quarterback. <laughs> you might jinx them too. Uh, which one? Which one did you miss out of curiosity? <laughs> uh, I, I picked pass over bills and. Oh, you, you, you loser, loser! What a I mean, I took the points with San Francisco. I, I listen. I missed. I, I took the points with Steelers. I thought they would keep it close. Uh, had a little bit too much faith in in that defense, and I think um, I took. 
what? Oh, TP, we were we were watching the, the game, the first game. I took the points on the Raiders, and I, I blew it. They blew. No, I didn't blow it. They blew it. They blew it. They blew it. You don't talk to me. You do not talk to me. I'm telling Barry to talk to me. Why? Tell him. He's up here. He's like, what? yo, we're what? gonna do it, Bob. I'm like, okay, tell me something. Next thing you know, he tells I already put it in. I'm like, what are you talking about? We didn't even say nothing. <laughs> Yes, I did. I texted you and I asked you. I said, par- par- so parlay anybody. That was an open question I said, for yes, anybody. Let's get down. I did a See, parlay. said yes, too. Sirius said yes, too. See, right. this, is, this is what I'm talking about. This is Sports City. Unbelievable. This is the villain. This is the villain in him. This is where he got that evil oh. grin and everything, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, and he's, uh, he must have a camera in my basement because he, he sees me grinning and actually my hands are collapsing together. Um Listen, this, end this, this is show, the crazy part. People, end this he, show, give me your 14-team parlay. End this show. People, he, has, parlay, he, has a beach, he has a beach in Shelton, Connecticut. He has a beach in Shelton, Connecticut. Oh, my people. God. This, this I, is yeah, what I happened. I do, actually. I do. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a state <laughs> park. Uh, call in <laughs> number 929-477-2759. It's a full house. Let's get cooking. Um, TP, I will ask you for your parlay, 14 parlay, playoff style at the end of the show, and then we will pl- – I'm placing a bet. I am placing a bet on FanDuel. Okay, if you like okay, DraftKings, okay, good okay, for you. But, and I showed you how to use FanDuel. You said, oh, they got prop bets. Yeah, I said they got – I want to do it together. I want to do it together, not just me. All right. <laughs> I need winners, though. I need winners. Um, I, I can listen. Pick. You don't want to pick a loser. <laughs> I, well, a four out of five ain't bad. Four out of six ain't bad. I mean, I, I, did, I hit on the... Ooh, I'm sorry. Listen, you messed up picking the Raiders <laughs> in Cincinnati. <sighs> Oh come on, man! I I I thought I I thought I could steal it, man. I thought I could I thought it would be closer than six points. It was four and a half. I I bet four and a half. Everybody here picked Cincinnati. I bet you everybody here picked Cincinnati. I bet you. Even James. Sure James did. is a Raider fan, and James is a Raider fan. How about that? <laughs> James doesn't know what he is. James. James is, I, I, I'm, is so I'm not a Raider right fan. Now. I'm so so from this point forward, I am a Yankees fan. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. And I don't know. I'll, I'll pick some uh, some favorite, you know, no, hockey absolutely. team. See, this is what? Wait, listen, you said you're um, a Cowboys fan. Rangers. I'm a Rangers fan wait, now. Okay, exactly. right. wait, 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 no, fan. please, Lord, no, please don't come to the Rangers. Please don't come to the Rangers. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 please, please, this, you're a Cowboys fan. Real. This is no. what I'm talking you're about, TP. Listen. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on. You're a Cowboys fan. I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I'm, I'm a anybody who's playing against Tay Bridgewater fan. Uh, that's who I am, because I'm cursed. So wait, hold on. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm legit cursed. Listen, I, I, I speak fluent English. Are you a Cowboys fan? No, he, um, he just wants to take his bad karma with everywhere he goes. Everywhere he goes. So that's like, it. He that's it. That's, that's so everywhere you, I go. You, you, my bad karma no. is with you. So, this so you're, you're, you're Lakers, see, see, you're, you're, no, you're Yankees, I'm not a Lakers. you're Cowboys. I'm not a Lakers, they get lost. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why TT <laughs> is a hero, I'm a villain, we go at it. But James is really my arch nemesis. If I'm Dr. Doom, he's like Lex Luthor, all right? He's Lex Luthor, for real. Like the bald head and everything, it's ridiculous. Because, listen, TP, TP is, TP is, is a Jay-Z fan. I love Jay-Z, but I'm Nas, right? I love Nas. And Nas has a song on one of his albums, No Bad Energy. 
on the lost tapes, too. No, I don't need your bad energy today, James. Take your Yankee karma and get out of here. Get lost. <laughs> Me and Seth don't need that in our lives right now. We don't. Oh my God, Yankees! Get lost. Go Yankees! Listen, I got, let's let's get since you want since you're a Cowboy fan now. Let's get to it. Dak Prescott uh, recently, I think it was today, tweeted an apology after his uh, his poor uh, remarks after the Cowboy Forty Nine er game where the Cowboys lost. <laughs> Cowboys lost. Um, sorry, I got to control myself. I, I did. I did a. I did enough. <laughs> I did enough laughing. <laughs> Cowboys lost. <laughs> Cowboys lost. Um, I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I, I hope that doesn't make you feel bad. Um, listen, after the game, they the, he was asked about the fans throwing trash on the field at the referees or the players, and they said it was directed towards the refs. Was like, you know, you know, that's good for them or whatever, something like that uh, to that uh, to that effect. Um, he walked it back. Um, you know, he said credit to them. He walked the comments back um, today, said, I deeply regret the comments I made regarding your officials. After the game on Sunday, I was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss, quote-unquote disappointing loss. And my words were uncalled for and unfair. Went on to say I hold the NFL uh, officials in the highest regard. and I've always respected their professionalism and the difficulty of their job, the safety of everyone who – attends a game or participates on the field of a sporting event is very serious matter. It was a mistake on my behalf, and I am sorry. So basically, if somebody gave him a well-written tweet uh, and and had him send it out, uh, copy-paste, in my opinion. Um, But listen, Dak is a good guy. I think he got caught up in the moment. Um, So, you know, no harm, no foul. But listen, TP, I'll let you speak on this since this was kind of one of the hotter topics of the day. Uh, Dak's apology. Um, do you think it came from the right place? And you know, where does he go from here after that uh, disappointing performance against the the Forty Niners? Um, Sports City, please forgive me about where I'm about to go. Just please forgive mm. me. Um, I think he was actually told to make a statement to like clear the air and be better mm-hmm. of the situation, which I understand, but I don't accept or agree with it. Like, um. This is raw emotion of football, man. Like, like he is the Cowboys quarterback, like, and they continue to fall short every year when they have the talent to get there. Now, I'm not going to take this away from them. I'm going to be super analytical as possible. And I hate to kind of, like, use another game, and I know we'll get to it, but this is similar to what just happened to Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians got pumped up on the sideline, mad. He slapped one of his players' helmet on the top of his head. He got a fine thousand dollars for slapping one of his team players yep. on the helmet. It's like, do you know how many people get slapped in the helmet when they hyped, hyped up and they, you know, good job? So now we can't do this. Now we can't say, oh, good for them that they threw trash at them and they just lost a playoff game and that just got back on the field after his ankle got turned around facing him like. Wait, people can't say nothing. They can't do nothing. Like, what, what's going on? Like this, and I apologize for city, but this is like, come on. Like, I am a trash talker. Whatever I do, if you guys marry, if I'm playing spades, I'm talking trash. If, if I'm playing ball, you can ask Seth. I talk trash. Like, what, what's going on? Like, like I, I just don't get it. Like, you can't be emotional. You can't show any emotion. You can't spike the ball too much. You can't dance. You can't, stop. Like, this is this is bad. This is bad. Like, so you're telling me that the fans of like the the 70s and the 80s couldn't throw 
there's stuff like I, I'm not encouraging people to throw bottles and stuff, but like, come on, so everybody's having their hands in their laps and it's like, we're gonna go home, honey. Okay, we're going, and then you're leaving. Like, no, you you know people in the middle of Dallas crying with four minutes left on the clock. They don't. They could have won the game. Y'all can both already. You know how mad people are. Like, come on, like stop. stop. Enough is enough. Like, I understand Dak had to do the right thing, but like, come on, you guys are going beyond whatever I could imagine of in sports of competitive nature. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I can't put the two together. I, I can see how you can. I think Dak calling out the – well, not even calling out the officials, but saying it was – he's, like, basically condoning what the fans were doing, throwing stuff at the officials. I think that's – you just – come on. That, the officials just said to do their job. They did their job. You guys were the one that got 14 flies called on you. It wasn't the officials' fault that you lost the game. So I understand. Sure. I understand it was in the heat of the moment. I get it, but I mean, dude, like right. you just got to be. You're 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 a really you're a really smart guy. Dak is a smart guy. His brother with the injuries and all that stuff. He's he's a, he's a classy guy. That doesn't. That's not Dak. That was that that's not something Dak would normally do. So, um, Mike, give me your opinion on Dak Prescott apologizing for his uh, his comments after the Forty Nine er game. It's too late. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I think, uh, <laughs> not really. I mean, yes, you, yes, you caught up in emotions. Yes, you caught up in whatever. I mean, said what he said. It, it's quite obvious, as you guys said, from that statement that this was a PR department. This was, uh, <laughs> you know, safety. This was them just trying to tell him, you know, walk it back, do this, whatever. Um, but I will say this to to Thomas's point: like people get amped up to play this game. We want to see people lay it all out there, run fast, hit whatever else. We have to understand uh, that there's a lot of emotion expelled out there, and so people are uh, every once in a while going to say things in the heat of the moment. I know I got slapped across my head here a few times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. uh, from coaches, coaches trying to hype me up, you know, hey, come on, like, if you look like you're kind of down, like, listen, I got slapped like, paintbrush almost across both sides of my head here a few times. Like, hey, look alive, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that we are really trying to police things too much. I don't know what all they threw out on the field. Uh, you know, it's if you're doing, like, Philly fans and throwing batteries or something, like, uh, that, that's too much. Like, you could really hurt somebody. Um, people expressing themselves is one thing. The fans, though, like, cheer, whatever, do what you want to do. Uh, but, you know, to be honest with you, I still say this. Like, you can make the comments, and this is the only thing I'll really say about it. You can make the comments you want to about what they should have done or should not have done to the refs or whatever. But if you're really going to man up and hold yourself accountable, you should have said, well, if they were going to throw something, they should have thrown something at me for not spreading the ball over the referee after they slid out of bounds because that's what prevented us from having that extra play. Like, show some accountability there. That's that's kind of what I'm saying. It's accountability. It, the refs didn't lose the game. You did. You know what I mean? Like, the refs just, just there to do their job and keep, you know, make sure that nobody's getting away with anything. I mean, um, you know, we'll get to the Bruce. I definitely wanted to talk about that too, TP. You bring up a great point. But, uh, um, Mr. Controversy, I'll come to you. Try not to piss me off today, all right, <laughs> more than you've done already. Give me your, <laughs> give me your thoughts real quick. <laughs> give me your thoughts real quick on, on Dak Prescott and, um, you know, his, his, him apologizing for his comments. So I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. I am right there with you on everything you said. One, it was 
not a heartfelt apology. He really believes that the refs messed this up, but they didn't. Can, I mean, and you as a fan, and TP as a fan, and anybody on the call right now as a fan, what was the call that the refs messed up? There wasn't one. They did not mess yeah. up one call. Not one call. Every penalty that was called against Cowboys was deserved. Every call that went for the 49ers was deserved. So the the officials didn't do anything except for run into Dak Prescott when he was in the way. That was the only thing that they did. And if Dak and the center moved out of the way, they would have had that one second left. They would have had that one Hail Mary chance, which would have failed anyway. This is me as a current Cowboys fan. Um, just saying <laughs> Jesus. that Jesus. absolutely everything the refs did was correct. It was correct. So for the Cowboys fans to get mad because their team choked again, not just like the first, this isn't the first time, this is the 10th time in a decade that this team has choked. Choked and choked hard. So why are they surprised? Why are they angry? Why are they upset? Why are they throwing trash at the refs? It's not the refs' fault. You know whose fault it is? It's Mike McCarthy's fault. He is the head coach. He set up the design. He decided to practice this stupid play several times over several weeks. This was the and I was going to save this to the closeout, but I'm going to I'm going to put this out there right now. The fact that Brian Flores is fired and Mike McCarthy is expected to keep his job is the is the epitome of white privilege. This is coming from white guy. Oh my god! Anybody, anybody want to chime in on that? Anybody? Well, I said the same. I said the same thing whenever this move was first made. Whenever Mm -hmm. uh, and and it was argued to me because of the Dolphins having a black general manager, that might not be the case. Um, But I said, I thought this was good old boy network kind of thing going on. And when he said, when he said, "Well, the GM is black," I'm like, "Well, the owner's not. Let's see who they hire." Let's see what happens with that organization. But to say uh, to say white privilege, I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to tell you he's wrong. <laughs> Seth, Seth, I got to get you in. I love to get your opinion on Dak Prescott and that little steak that was thrown. I think that's a I think that's a uh, a beef Wellington he might have thrown on the grill there. I don't know. We just gotta, I got to figure it out, but. Um, <laughs> so I love to get your opinion, Seth, on 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 everything Dak Prescott and the Cowboys right now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to beat a dead horse here because um, I mean I pretty much agree with what everybody has said so far. Um, but I mean, Barry, I think we even talked about it the other day. Um, you know, after the game, and like somebody just said before, I think it was Mike. He said, you know, show some accountability, and you know, instead of blaming the refs. You know, blame yourselves for, I forget the number, 14, what was it, 14 penalties, something like that. Blame yourselves for, yep. you know, wasting all that time after that fake punt, or, you know, when they when they got the first down, left the fake, you know, left the punt unit on the field, drained another 40 seconds, and took a delay game. I mean, you know, 
that. There's Randy Gregory getting a, a defensive holding when he wasn't even involved in the play to get another first down for San Francisco. I, and, and again, and it all comes down again to that last play call. You know, why are you making a call like that with, what was it, 14 seconds? I mean, you can't expect to – you put – you know, you're really relying on the refs at that point, you know, and I know a lot of people were complaining that he was too far away from the play. He had to run 20 yards, you know, to go to get the ball mm-hmm. and set it. Um, and, again, going through the offensive line, that he's got to touch it, and you know, instead of them handing him the ball. But, I mean, at the end of the day, again, it all comes down to, hold, you know, show some accountability, you know. And, and Dak, as the quarterback, I mean, more times than not, the quarterback, even if it's not his fault, he's going to place the blame on himself. I should have done this. I should, you know, I, I should have done this better. I could have done that better. You know, mm-hmm. so somebody's got to step up and, you know, take some accountability and stop deflecting it on the refs. You know, they're not the ones who made a QB sneak play call with 14 seconds left with no timeouts running to the middle of the field. I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it's that was just a mind-boggling play call. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know what? It happened, and um, – you know, they could blame anybody that they want. But at the end of the day, that's McCarthy as head coach. That's got to fall on him. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, I agree with everything that's been said. And it's just I thought it was a, a BS apology written by the PR department, like you guys said. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an emotional game, um, you know, and, uh, you know, a tough fought game, you know, and things are going to be said. Everybody's human. They make mistakes. Um, you know, say things that they don't mean, but, um, you know, it's, (laughs) it is what it is, but, you know, at this point, it's, uh, it's over and done with, and uh, another disappointing exit for the Cowboys, but, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and the the thing is, it's that, I know it's, like I said, it's the heat of the moment, right, he was upset about, you know, the game, losing the game, and he said that in his, in his tweet, that I think was written for him, you know, I don't care what anybody says, it's clearly written for him. Um, but the, the fact is that after the game, he could have chosen a lot. It, listen, they asked him, they baited him, but he could have chosen a lot better things to say. Say the cliche stuff. We, you know, we didn't execute. We, we just to take accountability. The problem with, and I'm going to get to the caller in queue in a minute. Do not let yourself in, or I'm going to knock you out. But listen, the fact is, Dak Prescott is a nice guy. I feel like he's sometimes too nice. You know, like, dude, like, this team is just just passing the blame, talking, you know, saying the refs or saying this, you know, we, you know, it's like, dude, you didn't come to play. Cooper getting all this money didn't come to play. Ezekiel Elliott getting ninety million dollars didn't come to play. C.D. Lamb's, you know, supposed to be one of the dynamic receivers didn't come to play. No, like, you got your butt kicked in by the Forty Niners. And you're looking uh, – credit the fans for throwing trash at the right. Come on, dude. Like, that's that's my problem. But I'm glad he walked it back. I'm glad he apologized because he knows better. And he, Dak is a good guy. He knows better. But I, I wish he came – you know, listen, we screwed up. I screwed up. I lost the I, – I was one of the reasons why we lost the game. He should be the reason why they overcome that bad start because he is the one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the game. He should be able to overcome that because it was a close game but he didn't do it. I got Sirius in the building, another troublemaker. I got to bring him in. I got, now I got controversy and I got Sirius. I got four troublemakers today. Calling from the 703. 
and all uh, zip codes and area codes and, you know, DMAs and Nelson, whatever you want to call it in between. Sirius, what's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, what's going on, man? It's a pleasure to be here with you guys, man. Um, here, here's my thing about this. And, you know, we, we did hit it a little bit yesterday, but uh, I actually went back and, and watched it uh, while I was at work today because I had some free time. Here's the thing that we are all clearly forgetting. And, and, you know, Tony Dungy lays it out perfectly. He said, let's forget about the play clock. You know, let, let's talk about giving up 159 rushing yards, five sacks and completing less than 60% of your passes while only rushing for 77 yards and committing 14 penalties. That supersedes the 14-second blunder. So for Cowboy fans that want to sit here and, and, and point blame at the officials for – for, for us to sit here and, you know, say, you know, Dak Prescott didn't say the right thing or she walked it back, whatever the case may be, I would have much appreciated uh, Mike McCarthy saying, you know what, my quarterback tried to make a play, it is what it is, rather than justifying bad decisions. Like, I will understand, like, listen, the quarterback figured it would be a good idea, you know, to, to, to make that play. But he, he backed it. He he said, no, that was the play call. That's what we decided. Keller Moore decided that that's, that's what he wanted to do. And so Mike McCarthy, again, I, I don't understand it. You know, this is a guy, gentlemen, who had significant issues throughout his career with how can I put this in, you know, still, you know, look at my dad, had – very bad play calling and time management and critical moments of game. And, again, gentlemen, we sat here and spoke about this yesterday. It's happened time and time again. It is for this, man. What's going on? No, you know, listen, I, I, I didn't want to unpack too much Cowboy stuff, but I love the misery of Cowboy fans. I mean, no. I'll I'll pass this around to anybody that wants to answer it. Mike, you can come in first if you want. Will anything change in Dallas? Like, will it, will it get better? As, will they finally get over the hump? Not as long as Mike McCarthy is your coach. Listen, when he, uh, the only time he got a ring, it was with Aaron Rodgers who caught fire at quarterback. Mike McCarthy is probably the worst, most overrated coach in the Super Bowl ring that's ever stood on an NFL sideline. I, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think, you know, Kellen Moore, please stand up because you should be held accountable for that offense scoring. How is this guy getting interviews as the hot assistant and they score seven points at home in the playoffs through three quarters? Like, if he was back, I think he we need to evaluate. Go ahead, Mike. If he was, if he was back, he would be getting interviews for a head coach's job. <laughs> I mean, even not, it's, like, it's not even the color. It's because of the star. Right, he's the you know the Dallas scored a lot of points this year. Blah blah blah. It's the star, so he's the hot commodity. I haven't seen anything. I'm not impressed. Like I said yesterday on on the NFL free fall, you know they scored fifty something points against the Eagles and the Washington football team. I watched them struggle against my crappy Giants to score twenty one points, and it was mostly field goals. Like, what do I what am I missing here? I mean, TP. Will anything change in Dallas? Like, will anything change? Will they get over the hump? Do they need to make changes like coaches? Do they coordinate? What, 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 what do you think? What's the future for Dallas? Um, 
can. It's just that they got to win that big game. <clears throat> they got a lot of uh, talent there to get it done. Their defense has finally turned mm-hmm. over. A lot of youth there as well, too. Like Michael Parsons is, quote, unquote, they say in the next LT. I don't know about that. He has more to prove, but he's done a great job in his first season. Trayvon Diggs is a, a intercepting king at this point in time, but he gets picked on a lot. Um, once that defense starts to turn over, it, it, you, we probably could see it. But the bad part about everything that's going on is, and and I hate to say this, Sports City, um, I really watch, and it hurts me to say this too, and, and I usually would be talking junk, but I, I'm going to say it now. It really hurt me to see Jerry Jones look like he's aging. Like, like, of course, I knew he was in his 80s, early to mid-80s. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. And uh, when they lost, he looked defeated. He looked, he looked tired. He looked real tired trying to answer questions. And I'm like, it, it's bad that he's going through it at this point in time. And it's like, I don't want to see the Cowboys win the Super Bowl because of how, you know, how do I say competitive I am and just been going at it with everybody in my family that's a Cowboy fan or close friends to me. But it's like this dude is doing everything that he can to keep that $5 billion team on the field so he could bring one back so he could say, I told you so, and rest in peace or some stuff. And it looked bad the way that they answered that. And um, I don't want to put it all on one person. But I really look at the both of them being Mike McCarthy and um, Keller Moore, like the both of y'all. Like, they're saying that that was a, a quarterback draw call. From what I'm hearing from people that are around the Cowboys organization, they said that they, the, the play call was six. And um, you see the outside receivers on the outside by the numbers running the play. However, CD and uh, Schultz are running to run block. So it's like four of the playmakers are out there. Two are run blocking. The other two are running their route. So I don't know which way this goes, but I'm putting it in front of the guys that call the play before I just throw it all on Dak's shoulders because it looks like this is all Dak's fault. Dak took off after one step back and just rolling. I think that was something that they thought they told Dak to get like four, get to the 40, stop so we could clock mm-hmm. so the linemen don't got to run that far, and we'll spike it and at least take our shot on a 40-yard pass because Dak isn't the best deep thrower. So they want to get a, li- a little bit closer while San Francisco was trying to give them the game. At one point in time, uh, when they were at the 15-yard line all the way till they got to the 41, they had four linemen lined up against the offensive line and dropped everybody back 30 yards off the line. What do you think? Jack's going to throw an 80-yard pass? Like, they let them get first down to first down. So that game was just very tricky in all else. I, I think Dallas can get there. Um, they're going to have to get over the hump of trying to beat a team like uh, the 49ers if the 49ers remain hot next year. Green Bay has always had their number. There's going to be teams that they're going to have to get by. So uh, they're going to have to make their bet. They have a good uh, amount of talent on the offensive side of the ball, and they definitely are turning this defense around. But Randy Gregory, you're tackling linemen. Like, like there's too many penalties that they had to suffer to try to come back from. I, I mean, that's, that's just Dallas. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't I, – I, I disagree, though, TP. I really don't see Dallas – I feel like their window is closing. And and not like they were like the Packers where they were getting to the championship game and losing. I feel like their windows closing because they're they have youth, but they're starting to get old at key positions, right? I think their lineman uh, Smith he's older. Um, th- that young offensive line goes back to Tony Romo, right? The Tony Romo days that was you know could run with you know run on anybody. That line's getting old in the tooth. You know, and they don't have they don't have a lot of cap space paying all these receivers and running backs all this money to to get linemen. Now they have to draft them and and wait for them to develop. I don't 
I don't know, man. I, you know, the Cardinals, they should be getting better. The Rams, you know, I think we'll see. I don't – listen, I, Seth, what do you think about the Cowboys? I mean, from your – we're Giants fans. We, you know, we, we love when they lose. But um, can, can, can they get over the hump? Are they are they going to get over the hump? And do they need any changes to happen before they you know to get there? Let me go back to what TP was just saying about Jerry Jones. And yeah, I, I was watching um, Hard Knocks uh, before the season, and Jerry was looking. The first time I saw him on there, he was looking old. And um, then you know seeing him in the in the box the other night. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm I don't like the Cowboys, but yeah, I mean, like you feel for the guy. It's been what 20 26 years since they've been in the Super Bowl. Um so I mean, it's <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, look, you just gave Zeke, I mean, what they give him 90 million and he's only mm-hmm. in what year 2 of that. Um I mean, that's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and you're going to have to pay, you're going to have to pay CD Lamb. Um, you know, and Cooper, I don't know what his contract looks like, but I mean, yeah, like you said, I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of star power that you're going to eventually have to pay and you can't pay everybody. So, you know, really you you got the offensive line, you know, they're banged up time to time, but I mean, you know, they really, uh, yeah, Parsons was a heck of a pick and he's, he's looking good. And, uh, you know, Diggs, like TP said, is, he gets a lot of interceptions, but he does get picked on, and he gives up a lot of yardage. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't see them, especially with McCarthy, I don't see them getting over that hump. Um, so, they're, yeah, they're going to need to do something. What what that is, I don't know, but they're going to need to make some kind of change. And, um, yeah, they're going to have to do it quick before, you know, some of these guys, I, who knows what, what else you're going to get out of Zeke. He's, he's been injured, you know, quite a bit this season. Um, so that we'll situation with we'll Zeke you know. is big. That that situation yeah. they're running him in, in the teeth of that offense all day long. They don't even give him sweeps or powers anymore. They're not doing none of that where he could beat people to the corner. They're running him up the middle every play that they give him a run play. Like they got to be able to let him win some of his battles too. He's gonna <laughs> give up on you guys. Like as much as you guys are ready to get on yeah. from him and go to Pollard, like. The run game has to open up the pass game. They got receivers that can open the game up. They already made a name out of Cedric Wilson, and Gallup was the guy before him before Gallup got hurt. They got at least four guys that yep. can catch the ball. They, it can't be just the offense. The offense is doing their thing, and the defense is coming around. I, I feel like they got the pieces. They just got to make it work in a season. I, I mean, McCarthy's the, the fall guy at this point in time. But we'll, we'll see. So let me ask you this question, just 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 throwing this out there, T. And I mean, anybody can answer this. You know what I'm saying? If you got all these pieces, you know what I'm saying? You just you just laid it out. You know, you got receivers on the outside. You got tight ends. You know that can you know run out and catch balls. You know you got you know your running back situation. Um, I'm not understanding why they struggle so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you said that's going to be the fall, guys. I, I I get it. But this man is a $160 million quarterback. Like, I, I'm not understanding. The, the, yeah. I, I, I think it is McCarthy. And here's the issue, and that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. If, if, if the window, like you all are talking about, is starting to close on the Dallas Cowboys, okay, 
how much longer does Jerry Jones keep Mike McCarthy in there knowing that? Because if we're sitting here in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, understanding this and, and, and looking at the numbers and, and looking at the statistics and, you know, doing our due diligence and, you know, looking at the film, Jerry Jones has to be doing the same damn thing. So how much longer does Mike McCarthy have before he pulls the trigger and like, you know what, I got to do something else before this window legitimately closes? One more year, unless they uh, surpass what they've done this year. I mean, if they go out in the first round again next year, winning the division's not enough, getting a home playoff game's not enough, this team has to advance further. Uh, I just think that – because uh, to me, when I look at it, I see 14 penalties. I see bad clock management. Some of this is definitely mm-hmm. on the coaching, and that's not going to be tolerated another year. I think he's got one more year uh, to get this right, and if he doesn't, uh, they'll find somebody else to try. Yeah, so, because year uh, so one, for me, he got a like, pass, right? Hold, hold on, uh, Ginger, I'll get to you. Okay, go, go, year go, one, ahead, he go got ahead. A, he, yeah, year one, he got a pass, right, because Dak got hurt. This year he had everything available to him outside some injuries and stuff. Got him into the playoffs, to your point, Mike, and your first-round exit. I think they, they've actually regressed based off of what they were doing before when Dak got, you know, bounced out by uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? So I, I agree with you. I think it's one more year. And to Sirius's point before to, to bring up why they struggle, it's coaching. They're not prepared. They're, they make, they're undisciplined. They make stupid mistakes, mental mistakes, and then mistakes with penalties. And, and, and it's like, you know, Kellen Moore is like playing a video game. Like, dude, you don't throw it every time. Like, you know, come up with schemes to, to combat this. Listen, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it, they, anything they can do wrong, they do wrong. James, go ahead. All right. So um, I, I'm going to just echo a lot of things I just heard. First of all, Mike McCarthy should not keep his job after this season. This is the least disciplined football team in a playoff game that I've ever mm-hmm. seen. This is the least disciplined football team in an NFL game that I've seen since the Giants lost bad to, 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 some, to some team. I even posted on about, about it on Facebook. Like, the least disciplined team that I've ever seen in a playoff game for the Dallas Cowboys. That goes directly to the top. And don't get me wrong, Kellen Moore is not the answer. And Kellen Moore being a former Detroit Lion, being one of my former favorite team's quarterbacks, does not make him the, the guy. And the reason why he's not the guy is because he was given a Ferrari, and he's driving it like it's a Pinto. Like, it's it's absolutely phenomenal how a team with this much talent, yeah, they scored. Yeah, of course they should have scored. When you, mm. were, when you, were, when you had three guys who could legitimately be wide receiver ones on a majority of NFL franchise teams, three, three guys who were legitimate wide receiver ones. And a quarterback who's a QB1 on probably all but 10, um, 10 NFL teams right now. And an offensive line that was one of the best in the league probably three years ago. You have all of this talent, and you 
yeah, you're scoring. Of course you're scoring. You, sh- you should not not be scoring. Dan Quinn is the coach of this team. Dan Quinn, the guy who completely screwed it up for the Falcons against the New England Patriots, is the best coach on this team. Is the best coach on this team. Mike McCarthy is absolutely useless. He lied to get the job, and he kept his job. He lied about how he got the job. He said, oh, yeah, I did a bunch of analytics studies. I watched every single snap of the Dallas Cowboys. All of that was a lie. And he kept his job. He kept his job. He's riding on the coattails of Aaron Rodgers even still. And they're... They they have this weird thought that because he rode the coattails of Aaron Rodgers to a bunch of NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl, that he can do the same for Dak, who's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Matt Stafford. He's not Tom Brady. He's not um, Justin Herbert. He's he not old school Ben Roethlisberger. You take, take your pick. Take your pick of the quarterbacks who can win you a championship without an absurd amount of talent around them. Yeah, he can be Trent Dilfer and, and win the Super Bowl. But he's – I mean, don't get me wrong. That's, that, that, that's, a, that's a little mean. That, that's a little mean. Yeah, thank you. For Dak Prescott. You. He could be Teddy Bridgewater. My Dallas Cowboys favorite, my, my Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. But you're, saying, you're, saying, you're, saying, you're saying Herbert is better than Dak? Yes, absolutely. By a lot. It's not even close. I don't know by a lot. I feel like you're jumping the gun like like. That was an MVP voting for a long time. Once um, Justin Herbert lost that game in Baltimore, you didn't hear that no more. Oh, I They lost bad struggles, I think. But, right, right. But here, here's my they, question. Here's my question. With, with, this ta- with, this, with this talent around wait, him, so, so wait, if, wait, if you were to take the top three players, top three wide receivers, on the top three wideouts on Dallas versus the top three wideouts, on the uh, on the San Diego or the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, who would you pick? It's easy. I mean, up until this year, when Ezekiel Elliott completely proved that he's a fraud, it, would you wait, at wait, the beginning wait, of the season would, you, James, would have James, you picked James? You're you're you would take Cooper over Kellen, Keelan Allen? No. But I would take. But I would. I would. No. 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 Of course not. Keenan Allen is is special, and Mike Williams has shown himself to be a good wide receiver and a way way above average wide receiver. But we're talking about the top three. But but if you take the talent gap, Mike Williams Williams would have the edge over the number two in Dallas, then right? Over Uh, Keenan Allen. I don't. I don't don't think I would take that. I don't don't think I would take that. I don't think I would take take that. I would I'd roll with and, that. And, I would take I would take Allen over Cooper, but I would definitely take um take Lamb over over Williams. And but and see, then you take but, Gallup. 
And then you take Gallup over whomever the fuck the number number three guy is in uh, in San Diego, Los Angeles, if you if you prefer. Um, it, it's it's not even close. And then you've got um, Austin Eckler versus Zeke, who's who Zeke has completely fallen off the planet. Who knows what the hell's going on with him? And well, to be fair, now McCarthy came out to TP's point. McCarthy came out. It said that he was dealing with a what was it a, a PCL um, tear or sprain or something for two years since week four. No, since week four. PCL sprain. But what happened? What happened the year before that? What happened the year before that? No, I know. I, listen, I, Zeke, I, I, listen Zeke, I'm, Zeke. I'm as hard on Zeke. On, on Zeke Elliott as anybody. I think Zeke, ever since he jumped into the freaking um, you know, what was that? that after he got the money, on, on, that was it. That was gone. After he jumped into the Salvation Army bucket, he's never come out. I don't think he, the real Zeke has ever come out of that bucket. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but listen, I don't. I, hey, I don't hey, know hey, if but honestly, else wants to but honestly, right now, I, I I would I would easily take Herbert over over Dak. That that's that's the main point of the, the whole mile, conversation. Though. I wouldn't say by a mile. Not by a mile, but by, 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 by a significant amount. I think you're still going to get the same Dak. Any place you go, he's still mobile. He's going to make those plays on his feet as well as make mm-hmm. those throws. Like, I just think it's the, the system in Dallas it just don't work right. You got you had Jason Garrett yeah. that didn't want to take any risk. He didn't want to take any risk in his whole run. They didn't change that. Then, then, then why does Kellen Moore getting – They continue to hover around 8-8 eight eight or 9-7. and seven. Kellen Moore is a 2.0 version of Jason Garrett. They are not taking any risk downfield including a play where they were fourth down or whatever. I don't know what they have made up until Cedric took off, and he had to heave one off his back foot, and Cedric dropped mm-hmm. that, even though that's a tough pass, a tough catch to make. This is what they had. Yeah. They were not making threats downfield with a guy like CeeDee Lamb that we are contesting that is a better receiver, which I feel like CeeDee's more of a three because they put him in a slot more than outside of the two. But if that's what we're doing as a dynamic, because then I would have put Gallup up against Mike Williams. Like, if you're still going to get the same Dak. Dak was going to make things happen. Dak was a guy that was making a run so, happen while he was in Mississippi State. Like, he was in Mississippi State. Like, 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 two, you, you got, got two different offensive coordinators. We got two, two different off, we got two different offensive, quote, unquote, minds. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't have a lot of love for Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator, and I don't have a lot of love for Jason Garrett as an offensive mind. But both of them said, hey, let's pull back. Let's not push it down the field like uh, like Seattle did with, with Russ Wilson. They did not let Dak cook. They just let him they, – they, they stuffed him with talent to hide him and, and then did a lot of short, piddly, high-volume, high-percentage throws to make him look better. Why is it that 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 is their offensive scheme if they have all this talent and if Dak is that great of a quarterback? Why are they doing that? But see, it's Kellen Moore. I'm sorry, it's Kellen Moore. It's either it's either terrible coaching. It's either terrible coaching or it's that that Dak is not as good as you think he is. No, it's terrible coaching because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So the 49ers, me and Syria said it for a week. They're a bad matchup for the Cowboys because they can rush with four and sit back in coverage with seven guys. That's all they were doing. When, when Kellen Moore finally decided to run the ball, what happened? They started to score. And then he goes away from it. He doesn't go, stick to the game plan. He, did, 
it takes three quarters to adjust. I mean, there's not a but, lot of halftime adjustments. Halftime adjustments is BS. But, I mean, they, he didn't even try to mix up his play calling to take advantage of the fact that they weren't in the box, that they were playing coverage the whole game. It, it's coaching. And Kellen Moore is going to go on an interview. He's going to get offered a big job. And then Jerry's world is going to come in, match the offer, give me overpaid coordinator because he wants him to succeed Mike McCarthy next year when McCarthy gets fired, and nothing will change in Dallas. Nothing will change. And they that's keep the problem. And in that's the big game. the problem. Exactly. That, that is keep the biggest the big problem. Game. That, that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think Dak is the biggest problem in Dallas. He is a problem in Dallas. And, and I know that's going to be – I'm controversy. That's why I keep my name is because I believe Dak Prescott is a problem in Dallas. But okay, it's where not you want me the to problem. Wait, I, have the, I have the passing stats in front of me. Like, like we, could, we could go there. But, but the passing stats don't matter, though. It, it really doesn't. And, and, here's, and here's why. Okay, and then let, me, loss, let me explain okay, so why first. Like win loss? What, what do you want? Win loss? Touchdown I mean, win loss, win loss is a – so when you are stacked – at every offensive position, you are expected to score. You're expected to put up gaudy passing stats. You're expected to win games. Those are all the things you're expected to do as an average NFL quarterback. Average. Not unless you're dangerous. Dangerous. Not, no, not good. When you're stacked out, when you're stacked out with talent, I'm not saying Dak is average. I already said he's top 10. But he's not top five. Okay. I, I can't argue that. Yeah. Hold on, I, I, hold on. Hey, yo, 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 stop, stop, stop. Gentlemen, hold on a second. So this man just said that Prescott is average, but he's top 10, but there's 32 teams in the league. You're mad no, no, I, I, I said this way before. I said he's top 10 before, but he's not a team. He's not a quarterback that's going to, to overcome a bad coaching scheme. To win a Super Bowl, but he's supposed. Tom Brady can overcome. That's controversy. That's the problem. He's supposed. He's the fourth highest paid quarterback in the league. He's supposed to overcome. That's why he's a problem. That's the problem. That's That's the problem. That I agree. That is that is exactly my point. That is exactly exactly one hundred and ten percent my point. Is that with good coaching, Dak could win a Super Bowl. With the talent he has around him. And decent coaching, that can win a Super Bowl. But he's not going to elevate his team to the next level. He's not. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not a. a he is a Pro Bowl quarterback, but he is barely a Pro Bowl quarterback. Okay, That's, so let me let me, okay, just, so, let me just watch this. Let me let me just watch this. Hold on. Justin Herbert basically went five hundred. He's nine and eight. Dak went 11 and 5 because he missed the game with the injury, right? Because he got to play and, the Giants, yeah, the Eagles, yeah. and the Washington football team twice a year. But go on. I, I mean, if you're going to cry about how the schedule is going, we're, 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 we're as. We're, you're, okay, you're just, 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 Team and pro and one of the favorites to make the Super Bowl, and he's playing against the Raiders twice a year, who are way better than the Eagles or Giants or Washington football team as the 
second best team in okay, that division. So let's, let's and let's, and let's, then, let's he, then, then he plays against the, 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 the Denver Broncos let's do this. twice a year. Okay. Who are so better than the Eagles? Hold on, hold on, James. Hold on, hold on. He lost to Dallas this year. He threw two picks in that he game against Dallas at home. And this was in Los Angeles. What are you talking about? He lost to Denver when they were Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater went up in there and did this damage to him. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, he lost so, to Houston. TP. He lost to Houston. Was he, he supposed to lose to Houston? Was he supposed to lose to Houston? He was. No, no not, he wasn't supposed to not, lose to Houston. A lot of people were supposed to lose to Houston. But the, but, the, but the Colts were also not supposed to lose to Jacksonville. Same now fact. we're bringing the Colts to the But if, if we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys versus the, the, the Indianapolis Colts, Colts wait, hold on. Hold on. Are we also, talking about Dak and Justin Herbert or the Indianapolis Colts, bro? What are you doing? Well, hold on. No, hold I'm, on. I'm, so, what I'm talking so, about TP, is that TP. sometimes bad losses happen. That's not a... He was in between yeah, you talking about he talking about he, he played the Washington football team and this, that, and the third. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, bro. These are two guys. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm on pro football reference for those who want, who want to check my stats here. These are two guys that in 2021 stats are very, very similar. The only difference is Dak has 11 wins and Justin Herbert has nine. But Dak Prescott threw for 4,000 yards. Justin Herbert threw for five and some chains. They threw for about 38 touchdowns apiece, uh, 15 interceptions. I had a QBR. Uh, what's this QBR number here? Uh, 63. They, 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 excuse me, they completed 65% of their passes. These are the same guys. Thank, thank, so, you, yeah, thank, thank you for making my point. Thank you for making my point. Thank you for making my entire like, point I, I, for I, I, me. I, I, and this I'm, is my I'm entire point, is that that, that, that Justin know. Herbert made no. those stats against much no. more difficult competition as opposed yeah, to Dak no, no, Prescott. No, wait, no, wait. We can't use the competition. Wait, wait, hold on. We can't wait, wait, use the competition. About, wait, wait, I, listen, wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the right. NFC East, but watch how funny this gets. Watch how funny this gets. You're talking about the NFC East and the team that they play. What team in the AFC West defense scares you? What team? Uh, I, I'm very okay. So, like, legitimately, I'm very scared of the Denver Broncos defense. Their offense is terrible. I love, I love, I love Teddy B. I love Teddy B. To death, he's my boy. But that offense didn't scare anybody. But their, yeah, but their, then, their, their okay, defense, so if you're going to make that argument, then, legit, hold on, Jay, 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 and the, 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 I mean. You're, you're just saying, you just said, often we have you record a thing, you're very scared of the Broncos defense. You just said that. You just said that. Yes, he's I a did. Broncos fan. Yeah, I did. That's because he's a, he's a Bronco. He's a closet Bronco. No, fan. I'm a Dallas show. Cowboys this is, this is, fan. I, I want you to watch your mouth. No, I'm a Dallas Cowboys no, fan. I, I love the Dallas no. Cowboys and the Yankees. Uh, no, I retract that statement. Listen, um, <laughs> the, 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 the Chargers played the a- NFC East, too. So you're gonna take those games away? They played them this I'm, year. I mean, I mean, if you want to, see, I mean, because you can't do it. You're not gonna do it because you, you, so you, you play, play, if, play. If we want, if we want to do that, then that's no, no, fine. No, you, if we want to, if we do it. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 Barry, wait, hold on, hold on, Barry. You want to know what James is really scared? He said very scared. Are you ready for this, Barry? Are you sitting down or standing up, Barry? Are you ready? Of course, I'm sitting in my spot. The Broncos' defense is ranked 26th in the league. 26th. I was just about to read that. I was just about to read that. 
26, I mean, you, and you, you, you are very scared? Oh, wait, wait, yo, bro, stop capping right now. It has to stop. It has to stop right now. You're capping really bad on air, and you're recording saying you're very scared of him. Very scared. If, listen, if we're going to put I, them I, on I levels, I'm, put, the I'm putting, I I'm putting the, the same as the Denver defense. As, as a talented team, not by there's nothing. No, it, it's listen, one of the more talented yeah. defenses in the league. I, I, I believe that. Is defense no, that are worse than them. There's six teams no. defense that are worse than them. The rest of the league is better than them, and you're very scared. So what would happen if you seen like I don't know, pick a a, a third ranked defense? Who 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 who'd be up there? Like, come on. 49ers, Rams, um, you know, I don't know. Patriots had a well, – like, 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 oh, so First of all, like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I do give a lot of respect to the 49ers defense. I do give a lot of respect to the Rams defense. Like, it's not, it's, it's not a zero-sum game. It's that the Denver Broncos and my favorite quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, went three and out a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Especially oh, so when when Drew Locke was the starting quarterback for that team, because and and I and this oh, is just on. a defense of my boy. They did go like seven and one under Teddy Bridgewater when he was the starting quarterback and played for the, throughout the whole game. But regardless, yo, 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 Greenwood, Greenwood, stop, stop immediately. You're, you're making yourself this, this, this man. First of all. <laughs> Listen, I can agree. I can. I can agree to put. I can't anymore. I can agree to put like Prescott and and Herbert on the same level. They're not upper echelon, the the top five in the league. I can put them on the same level, and that's about it. I got to move on. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about the Broncos when we got playoff football. I got to bring it around the kitchen. <laughs> Call in number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Full kitchen. I I don't. I think we got. I think we got enough. <laughs> Of 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 the Denver Broncos and the Teddy Bridgewaters, um, for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> well, yeah, listen, you got playoff games. You got. He's very okay. scared of the Broncos defense. Very. I said we not listen. Just, that's a no no. I said we're not going to talk okay. about the Broncos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, uh, listen uh, scared. Wow. Um, maybe maybe when uh, five six years ago five six years ago, hey, was, I, I'm sorry I didn't want to do it. You can't talk about it. You can't either, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He, he caught me. He, he got me. He baited me. He baited me. He he made me do it. Uh, it's, that's your hero, people. That's your hero. Listen, um, we got four games coming up in the divisional round. I'm not even going to get to Bruce Arians. I'm, I got. I want to talk some football with you guys. So um, we got divisional round coming up. Um, we got four games: Titans, Bengals. Um, Bills, Chiefs, we got 49ers, Packers, we got Tampa Bay, <clears throat> excuse me, Tampa Bay and the Rams. Um, I'll start with you, Seth, because I haven't heard Seth in a minute, and I'll come to you, Mike. Um, of those four games, who do you think is most on upset alert for these for the, the divisional round? Because we got the favorites. Um, I, I think TP probably has the lines. I can pull up the lines if I want. But, um, you know, the tight. I got the lines. I got them. I got them. Okay. Tight, yeah, okay. Titans are favored by three and a half. We got the Packers uh, favored by six points. Bucks by uh, favored by three points at home. Interesting. 
Uh, Kansas City, a tight favorite, one and a half. You know what I say, right, Sirius? If you're less than three points at home, you're not the favorite. Seth, a pick what it's team a pick do you em. think is the most on upset alert? What do you say, Sirius? I said it's a pick em. Yeah, it's a pick em, basically. Seth, wh- who do you got on upset alert? I got to say, I think the Chiefs are on upset alert. Hmm. Mm. I think that's the one that that I mean I I guess I could potentially see maybe the Bucks, but tough to discount Brady. Um, but the Rams defense looked tough, um, you know, all over uh, Kyler Murray the other night. Um, so I mean, look, if you can, you know, you can get into that backfield and rattle Brady. I mean, I, you know, as everybody knows, he's not the least bit mobile. I mean, if you can get back mm-hmm. there and disrupt his timing, you know, make him uncomfortable back there in the pocket, I think you have a chance. But, you know, you give him time, he'll probably pick you apart. Uh, you know, even though the Rams, you know, still have Jalen Ramsey. But, uh, I mean, you know, rolled Eric Weddle out of retirement the other night. He didn't didn't seem like he got tested too much because uh, Murray couldn't do a thing. He couldn't get any time. But, yeah, I think that the Chiefs, uh, you know, it's they looked good after they got off to a slow start. Um, but, the Bills were impressive. Their offense looked great. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if they could, you know, run the ball, they ran it well with uh, Singletary uh, the other night. So, I mean, I think if they can do that, keep Mahomes off the field, um, you know, similar to uh, how we were saying last week about San Fran, if they can, you know, and they did, you know, control the clock, they ran the ball well, kept Dak off the field before you knew it. San Fran had a nice lead. So I think it's really uh, – I think Kansas City could be in trouble if uh, if Allen could, you know, have some long possessions and score some touchdowns and, mm. you know, get some stops. It could be, um, you know, it could be panic time. Yeah, like they say, taking the air out of the football, right? Mike, I'll come to you, Mike. Yep. Who's on upset mm. alert uh, this week? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good games that you can see the favorites go down. Which one do you think is the most on upset alert, Mike? So let me say this, <clears throat> a couple things. A, it's not going to happen, but I can see scenarios in which every one of these road teams could get wins this weekend. Uh, mm. That's not going to be the case. But um, I don't think that any of these teams are a lock at home. I understand Brady's been tough in the playoffs uh, for years and years and years, but the best ever do it. Uh, I think that Rams defensive front could cause some problems. But I'm going to tell you the team that better be careful and that is the Tennessee Titans. Yep. And I'll and I'll say that because the Tennessee Titans defense as a whole still doesn't impress me a whole lot. Uh, they've won mm-hmm. a couple of games down the stretch that they really needed to kind of clinch or whatever and close things out, and and played pretty well. Listen, the the game they played against the Dolphins to snap that win streak by the Dolphins is huge, um, but. Listen, if Cincinnati protects the football and doesn't beat themselves and can protect Joe Burrow enough, uh, that offense can score. And if it gets into a shootout, I don't know that Tennessee can match him. And so, uh, to me, probably uh, the the least likely of the four uh, home teams to lose in a lot of people's eyes is the Tennessee Titans, but they better be careful. Um, I, I have said many times this year, and he's proven me right more times than wrong. Uh, sometimes Ryan Tannehill is also going to do what Ryan Tannehill does, and he's going to Tannehill it up. 
So um, I think the Tennessee Titans better be careful, and I think they. Uh, this is not. Uh, this is not your your father's Cincinnati Bengals. This isn't the Bengals team that you used to beat up on when they were in the same division as you. Uh, before Carson Palmer kind of rounded out into shape. This isn't the team being quarterbacked by Achilles Smith or whoever else uh, might be uh, taking snaps for John Kitna or whoever else might be taking snaps for that team. Uh, so I I think Tennessee, I, and I, I could go into to reasons why on all these other games too, but I'm going to go with the Titans right now and say they better be on upset of late. I, listen – I think that's not a bad that's not a bad take. I, I totally agree with you. Um, Burrow and company, that offense, they can light it up. And you know, Tennessee has you know they've looked good at some at some times, but then they've also gotten beat by the Jets, right? Um, we'll see. I think um, I think you know uh, Derrick Henry cleared for contact. I think he went through some contact today. Uh, in practice, so we'll. I don't know how much you're going to get out of him, uh, out of King Henry, but uh, hopefully it's enough to to really keep that Bengals offense on the on the on the bench. Uh, I'll come to you, Sirius. Who do you like? Upset City. Who's the Who's on upset alert for you? You know, um, I, 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 I'm gonna go right back to where we were just at. You know, if you look at all these games and um, look at them in totality. Um, Case can be made for Cincinnati uh, getting a win there. But for me, um, since that was already spoken, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. I can see a legitimate pathway for them to to go in there and and, and beat a Green Bay Packers team for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, the game plan is the same as it was last week. Take the air out of the football and keep Aaron Rodgers on the bench. Um, and no team does it better than San Francisco. Um, they're dealing with some injuries, uh, both on the defensive side of the football at, at both levels. We're not sure what's going on with Nick Bosa right now. All signs look like he's going to be able to go, but the biggest one is the health and the availability of linebacker Fred Warner, who went out the game on Sunday with what is categorized as a sprained ankle right now. Um, so he did return to practice today. But all things being created mm-hmm. equal, the San Francisco 49ers have the recipe to go into Lambeau and, and, and get a dub. I always worry about teams uh, that have a first-round bye um, due to rust. And if you look at how – both Cincinnati and San Fran uh, had to go out there and play this past weekend. Both of them were sharp. Both of them coming in with a tremendous amount of momentum. Um, and both uh, number one seeds for both conferences have to generate that. Um, I understand the temperature is going to be uh, what it is in, in Green Bay. Um, so that may be a factor. But if I'm going to pick, yeah, if, if I'm going to pick a team on upset alert, and my man, Mr. Harden, took the Cincinnati Bengals, which was going to be my number one pick. I got to pivot and go to San Fran, which is also not a bad idea based off of how they play ball. I, yeah, I, to Mike's point, I could see the, the, the road dogs coming out, coming out of here. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won. 
Uh, controversy. Live up to your name. I'm sure you got a, a, a take. You'll probably pick the Broncos in an upset special this weekend. <laughs> Who, do <you> get to- <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got as an upset team? Broncos are going to come in with um, their defense, and they're going to upset everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So um, the the team that is – I mean, and I agree with everybody on this. Any road team, uh, this is a very different thing than the wild card round where we pretty much knew, with the exception of pass versus bills, who was going to win that game. I don't think that there are many people who are picking against the favorites in a lot of these games. These games are very close. Bills versus Titans, I could easily see the Titans losing. But it, it just feels like the Titans are the most underrated number one seed of all time. That's how it feels to me right now, is that people don't trust the Titans, even though they're finally getting healthy now. Derrick Henry is back now. A.J. Brown is back now. And we haven't seen that for a few weeks, but they were still winning football games. The biggest chance for an upset for me is the Rams over the Bucks. I would not mm. be surprised at all if all the home favorites won every single game. I wouldn't be shocked at that at all. But I think that the Rams are a very good football team. And the only thing that scares me about Rams versus Bucks is the weakness at the safety position. Right now they're trotting out guys who haven't played, who have only played one game in two years. Six-time Pro Bowlers, sure, Eric Weddle. But is that who we're going to go up against Evans? I, I, I just... I don't, I don't feel that, you know. But if, if I were going to put one team, just one team on upset watch, it would be the Rams over the Bucks because the Rams are a legit team with a very good defense, a very good offense, and a very good head coach who ended but up losing deep, some games for some reason. But is their defense, defense better than the Broncos? Absolutely the they are. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are better than, than the Broncos, which, is, which means they are very scary. They are super, by super scary. Um, by a hair. Uh, just, no, just by no, a little listen, bit. I, listen, I like, listen, I think the Rams are a dangerous team because I think they can kind of play that 49er style, rush four, stun up front, with it, you know, getting Miller and, and, and Donald wreaking havoc, getting up in. Tom Brady doesn't like pressure. From the outside, but he hates it up the middle. Right? middle. He doesn't. Yep. He can't. He True. he can't step up in the pocket. Aaron Donald. They, they beat him in week three or week four this year. Um. And now that was in an, a, in L. A. Now we're talking about going um on the road. But that was with Tampa a full complement of wide receivers. Where where exactly. that was exactly. Exactly. Then the Bucks defense is getting better. Um, they're not on the Broncos level, but they're they're getting better. They're getting <laughs> healthy, so we'll, well see. I hate we'll you. See. I hate no you. team, I, I is, well, no team is on the Broncos' defensive level. Come on now. 
If you scared, get a, <laughs> as Timer says, if you scared, get a dog. But now listen. Uh, <laughs> go to church. There we go. What you, what, what you got here, though, real quick, this Tampa team, too, it happened early in the season, week three or four, but this is a team with everybody back. So it's not like a team that was still trying to find itself. This is a team that had everybody coming back. So this team was, uh, I mean, they, they beat this team in uh, at its most healthiest point of the year. So um, right to that point, I can understand why you would uh, consider this upset alert for sure. And they didn't have Vaughn Miller, and they didn't have Odell Beckham Jr., who, like we said it last night, um, me and Sirius, um, or Freaker Mayfield look, made made Odell Beckham look like he were, he should retire. You know what I mean? That's how bad Baker was this year. And now Odell Beckham's got a quarterback that's much better, and now he looks like he, he's rejuvenated, you know, reinvigorated, rehabilitated. Relocate it and reassimilate it if you like. If you're a Carlito, Carlito's way fan, you know what I'm and, talking about. Like, like Walt Clyde Frazier. I, I, that, that's how Baker Mayfield made all of his receivers look all the time. Just, just yeah. Baker Mayfield is trash. Yeah, he should be Thank cut. Thank you. Thank you. He, yeah. Well, well, we'll see how that goes. I don't think they're going to come. TP upset alert. Who do you got this week? I, and I, I, you, I know you got some heat for me, brother. I know you got something. All of them, all of them in the <laughs> doggone heat. All of them, all of them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they all are really in trouble. Uh, I think the safest would be Green Bay, um, just due to mm. what I'm hearing more about uh, Jimmy G's injury. It might be more to him than just the thumb. They're saying his wrist is bothering him too. Um, but if oh, I wow. had to pick one out of all of them, I, I think it's the Chiefs. The way that the Bills came out and played like that against the, one of the number one defenses in the league, um, they took care of business up against a foe that they see every year. Um, they cannot sleep on what Josh Allen could do and definitely can't underrate him running the ball. Uh, the Chiefs could get caught up uh, just trying to play the passing game and playing those receivers uh, while he could pick up chunks of anywhere from four to six yards of run. So the Chiefs defense has to get it together. Otherwise, they will be losing on Arrowhead's field uh, again, and that would be twice in, what, a four- or five-year span. So the Chiefs better watch it. I mean, you know, the Bills, they they left no doubt. And I think one of the receivers said something before the game, like they acting like, you know, they, they already won or something like that. And they said, we won't, you know, he basically said, we're going to kick their, 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 you know, you know what's in. And they basically, what, did not punt in that game. I mean, they basically scored touchdowns every drive. They, they annihilated them. It was insane. So, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the more – there's a lot of interesting games. I think that game, I think well, that the winner of that game should be going to the Super Bowl because I think those are the two best teams at AFC. But, TP, I, listen, the favorites are favorites, but I think they're you, – you're right. I think they're all on alert because you can easily see scenarios where each of these favorites can lose. I think the 49ers not having – I don't know if – I think, I think Bosa's – I think he's not going to play. I don't know. We, I haven't heard much. Uh, serious, I usually look to you to get the inside track. I don't know if, if Bose is going to play. But that's a quick turnaround, right? You know, they had a late Sunday game. He now practiced. they got a Saturday game. He practiced, right? Okay. Yeah, he, he, um, but, he, he, he practiced. So he, he, he's trending more towards playing. The only one that may not play is Fred Warner based off of his ankle. But right. both seems like he's trending towards land. 
but not a hundred percent and nobody's really a hundred percent at this point in the year. You're gutting it out. Right. But I mean, having Bosa makes a difference. The 49ers played the Packers earlier this year and it took a, a miraculous, what last minute drive to get them in a position to win. Uh, the Packers did. So um, the 49ers, they're a tough matchup when they're on, they're a tough matchup for any team uh, with that defense and the way they can control the clock with like Seth said, you know, taking the air out of the football. So, um, there's a lot of interesting games. I, like, I love them all. I think, you know, we're, we're in for a treat. Um, so, I mean, we could, we could pick winners or how do you want to do it? I, you know, I, I can go around the room. We can start calling them out however you guys want to handle. But um, it looks like everybody's kind of in that mode where the upset special isn't really that much of an upset, right, because of uh, the, the teams that they're playing. Go ahead. Well, I thought somebody was talking. Um, TP, I mean, who who moves on to the to the conference uh, championships? Um, I picked the four. So, Bengals upset the Titans. Uh, Packers beat the Niners. The Rams beat. Thomas and company, and the mm. Buffalo Bills beat the Chiefs. So it'll be the Bills and the Bengals. It'll be the Packers and the Wham. Wow, that's interesting. Seth, who do you got this weekend? Who do you who do you think moves on to the conference uh, championships in both conferences? Well, let's go with the Bengals, the Packers. I'm going to say the Bucks, even though I'm on the fence, and then I'm going with the Bills. Wow, no respect more, Seth, the you were halfway so there. Seth, you were halfway there. You were almost home. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what do you got, Mike? Who do you like this weekend? Like, who do you think's moving on? <clears throat> I think the Bengals find a way to upset the – you know, I kind of agree with TP uh, across the board. I think uh, I think Bengals, Bills, Rams, and uh, Packers. I, I agree with uh, I agree with TP. It's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um, I, I probably uh, you know I, the, the 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 Bengals Titans game and the and the Rams Bucks game had me going back and forth. I feel pretty good about the Packers. And right now, I I feel good about the Bills. Now that I say that, Josh Allen will be mediocre this week, but. Uh, just looking at like just the eye test from this past week, that's what I think is probably gonna happen this weekend. Yeah, I mean nobody nobody thinks the Titans have a chance, even though they're getting healthier. I know controversies are going against the Green. Yeah, go ahead. You know I it. You, I know. you know it. So I've got Titans, I've got Chiefs, I've got Packers, I've got Rams. Um, because the Packers can't lose before the NFC Championship game. It's just a law of NFL like. More, it's just it just can't happen, um, and I just think that the Titans are a better team than people think they are, and no, I, I will, think they're going to be. Yeah, go ahead. My bad, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, if that happens, that will be the first time that the AFC title game has ever been in Nashville. Just for the record. Really interesting. Well, I, I mean, they were they were they were a Houston team for like most of their career, so. 
Yeah, but they went yeah. to the Super Bowl as the Tennessee Titans, and they were they were on they, the road. They also went to the Super Bowl as the Houston and, uh, Oilers as well. That they had a home playoff game. That was the the game against the Bills, and then they went the on the miracle road game. The, yeah, but then yeah. they went on the road, and then they um, the year the other year that they were the number one seed, they got the first round by and promptly lost to Ray Lewis and the Baltimore Ravens in the next round. That's right. That's right. Well, rest in peace to uh, Steve McNair. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I remember that run uh, when they went to the Super Bowl. What a, what a, what a run that was. Um, who did I? Serious? I didn't get your pick, Serious. You did not. You did not. And I'm okay. gonna make it short and sweet. I'm going Cincinnati Bengals uh, to go into Nashville and win that one there. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Uh, because even though I gave a recipe for San Fran to win, uh, I still think Kyle Shanahan does Kyle Shanahan things and messes it up. Um, I'm going mm-hmm. with the L.A. Rams uh, to go into Raymond James Stadium and pull off, I guess what you would call an upset. Um, the secondary for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not up to snuff, um, and they may be up without – uh, the offensive tackle, which is not decent when you got the likes of Aaron Donald and Von Miller uh, coming like a bat out of you know where. Uh, Cam Akers is back, plus you got an assortment of different backs and receivers uh, that Tampa Bay is going to have to deal with. And then the final game, uh, I, I, I respect what the Buffalo Bills did. Um, I, I'm not picking against Kansas City at, at home. I, I just can't do it. I, I think that this team um, is going to find a way to outdo them yet again. I do agree with what Barry said. Just these are the two best teams in the AFC. Um, but I, I think Kansas City um, defensively is playing lights out right now. I think offensively um, they can flip a switch um, and go from zero to 100. Hey, just ask Pittsburgh. We were tied up with them at the in the first quarter, and that was about 21. But, um, I, yeah, so give me Kansas City to, to, to come out and get this dub this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I, I like I like the Bengals. I, I, I have to pick the Bengals because controversy picked the Titans, and it's just not in my <laughs> nature to agree with controversy very much. So I'm going to pick the Bengals. <laughs> I like the Packers. I think the, the 49ers. That was an emotional game, and it's a quick turnaround, right? Sunday to Saturday, a physical game that they played against the Cowboys. Now they got to turn around and go into Green Bay. I don't. If any team can get up for it, it's them. But I think they're a little bit too beat up for it. Um, I do like the Rams. I think the 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 the, the Bucks defense is getting better. Um, they did a they they're they're the third best team against the run. So I think they will kind of slow down that Akers and Sony Michelle attack, but the passing game is where the Bucks are vulnerable and Cooper Cup, the best receiver this season, um, it's a crime that he's not an MVP candidate just because he plays receiver, I think, in my opinion. So I like the Rams in a close one on the road. And I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think at home, um, I think they get it done. I think the Bills... They're on the come. They're a good team. I think the Chiefs have figured it out. I think Spagnuolo's got that defense flying. I think they're going to get after um, Josh Allen. If All you have to do is just get after them. 
Um, I think, and they fold like a tent like when they when they get pushed around. They get you know punched in the face. So I think the Bills are going to get punched, and I think they're going to fold like a cheap suit. So um, that's who I got. But listen, let's get some plugs. Let's get out of here. Uh, great show as always. Um, you know, listen, um, Seth, I'll come to you. Give us a quick shout out, quick club plug if you want. Um, as we get out of here on the the callers cookout. Uh, I got nothing to plug. Just keep doing what you guys are doing. Loving uh, being back and talking sports with you guys. Um, looking forward to some good football this weekend. We're going to give you something to plug. I told you, I, I think I sent your, I, I sent you to a wrong email. For this. I'm going to send you something you're going to write for me. You're going to write me some good stuff. Quinnipiac, the, the, right, Connecticut ice is going. Connecticut ice is coming around. So yes. I know you got some, some good yeah, stuff to talk about I'll there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Absolutely. See, I know. See, I know you. I know you, Quinny Piac. Number one, number one here. in the country. Uh, number one in the country. That's that's right. That's right. Michael, give us a quick plug. Get us out of here, brother. Thanks as always for calling in. <clears throat> man, always as always, man. Thanks for uh, thanks to all you guys for having me. Thanks to TP, the big homie. Wasn't him for him. I wouldn't be here, you guys, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Tomorrow night, uh, the top. Two of the top three wrestling teams in the country, Penn State and Michigan, hook up at 6th Eastern on Big Ten Network. Two of the best, the top two rated guys in the country at 184. And then there's three other weight classes with uh, top five matchups in the country. So uh, if you're just flipping around or during commercials or something, want to check something out, that should be an entertaining college wrestling match, man. Uh, looking forward to playoff weekend. College basketball is in full swing. NBA starting to uh, – we passed the halfway point of the NBA season. Lots of cool things going on in the sports world. Check out the uh, website. we got lots of good things going on, Sports City Chef's website. And don't forget the barbershop, man. We're 5.7K strong and growing. So come check out the community. Be a part of what we got going on. You can interact and chat and chop it up with us there. And as they always say in Louisiana, man, and we'll catch you next time. Absolutely, I can't wait to hear about. Um, you gotta, we, I gotta get you to write something about that too, bro. But um, yeah, we, we got, we got a lot to chop up. It's gonna be fun. Um, serious. Thank you for calling in. As always, uh, give us a quick plug as we get out of here. Man, it's your boy Serious repping that four one two and a seven zero three. Man, such a pleasure to be here with you guys on another edition of the Callers Cookout. A um, couple of things I wanted to bring you guys' attention, man. Um, we live in a weird time, man. We live in a weird time, and I was reading something uh, today that uh, the city, uh, the state of Virginia, is trying to get the Washington football team out of Maryland. So you want to look out for that, man. I may be uh, around the way, man, taking pictures. I may be able to get some get some more player interviews and some things of that nature. So. Uh, villain and uh, TP stay by your phone, man. It's, it's, it's going to be crazy in 2022, man. I'm very, very blessed of the opportunity that I'm awarded, you know, being here on Sports City and being able to crack, you know, go over there and kick it with the guys at the barbershop. With that being said, man, get to the blog, the website, Finger Foods is about to drop here in a little bit. Um, again, TP always says, telephone to telephone, you know what I'm saying? That's a pleasure, and that'd be good. That's his line. You can't use that line. Uh, <laughs> like these people crazy, man. That's crazy. He was gonna, he was trying to do it. That's my line. That's my line. all right. Uh, controversy. Thanks for calling in. Um, nobody fears anything more than the Denver Broncos. But uh, thank you as always. I appreciate you. <laughs> my God, calling in. 
All, all I gotta say is when, when my my favorite quarterback Dak Dak Prescott ends up right back where he is again next year after beating up on the trash Eagles, the trash Giants, and the trash uh, Washington Commodores or wherever the heck they're gonna be called now, Um, Generals. Whatever it is. You said the Commodores. Uh, the Commodores? That's a music group. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's easy, it's, it's easy uh, like Sunday like morning, TP. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I just want an apology when they lose once again in the first round of the playoffs and yeah, Dak Prescott still can't get it done again. Controversy? Get lost. Like, listen, I, 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 just, their I, just, I just want an apology. That's all I want is that Dak is just <laughs> – Still awful. Still not what people want him to be, and he never will be. And th- and that's that's it's just all funny. I want. All all I want is for my beloved Dallas Cowboys to get a real quarterback and a real head coach and a real offensive coordinator. Dan Quinn's okay um, as a defensive coordinator, not a head coach. Please, please, for the love of God, not a head coach. Um, but anyway, controversy is in the house. Yeah. I love y'all. This guy, this guy's so hilarious. He wants an apology, like he's Tom Hagen from Godfather Two. The Coriolis an apology, <laughs> apology, Senator. Uh, I can't, I can't with a controversy. Thanks for calling in controversy. I love, I love chopping it up with you. It's, it's always a pleasure. Um, listen, SportsCityChefs dot com. Get to the website. We're doing a lot of big things. We're doing a lot of great stuff. Um, blogs, interviews, all that stuff. Got, got uh, sponsors starting to line them up. Um, we're going to knock those down pretty soon. Um, you know, TP and I always doing some big stuff together. We got, we, we're cooking, we're cooking, man. 2022, get, be on the lookout for that. Uh, get to the website, get the merchandise too, get your mask, all that stuff. Got to be safe out there. Um, I'm I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, have my uh, bronchitis. I was battling for a couple of days for almost like the weekend, whole, the whole weekend. I'm feeling a lot better. So as you can tell. Um, more of myself, more of talking junk about um, controversy and all that stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, TP, you know what to do, bro. Get us out of here, man. Another edition of the Callers Cookout. It's always a pleasure with you. If he's scared of the Denver Broncos, just imagine him watching me play you in space. That that just is scary. Wow. And, and wow. Then, and then and then if he's scared of the Denver Broncos defense, like that was just one. What about the Raiders defense who looked horrible? Or I mean, Max Crosby, yeah, he gets a little play. I get Max some credit. Kansas City defense, they look horrible. Like like, come on. This is this is what we're dealing with. This this, this is no longer controversy anymore. This is just like. Hey, look at me. Like, over here, me. I, I put a, a pink jacket on and yellow pants. Just look. Just look. Just look. And it's like, well, you really did that? Like, stop. I'll be back when I go four for four this weekend as opposed to five for six. Four City. Four City, I apologize. Four for four. I apologize that you have to go through this. He called Dag mediocre. They wouldn't even let me get to the stats. He started speaking for him. Do you know that this boy threw 15 interceptions and Dak threw 10? Things that make you go, hmm, they wouldn't even let me get to that. Because Sports City, that, that's, that's enough. I'm not even going to get into it because everybody has themselves a good night. Come back here, Crossover Cafe. We got a lot of good stuff, especially going to this weekend where I do have to get some picked out. We may have another surprise show Saturday so we don't miss any of the games for Saturday. 
just to review them as best as possible. Breaking news, Hughes is back in the kitchen too, so this is pretty interesting. But on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in.